Welcome to Rugged Rants, a tough and yes, maybe at times a bold conversation on the future of innovation and what we can expect as work changes. I'm Barry Ross, your host, and today's segment is about wireless. My guest, Director of Wireless Strategy, Mary Beth Hall, or as I call her, MBH. Mary Beth, welcome. Thank you, Barry. Excited to be here today. Yeah, it's good to have you. I, you're one of my favorites. I'm just not going to lie. Uh, you and I have a lot of history together. Me too. And uh, just uh, jumping right to it, I know why I got into wireless. Mm-hmm. It was um, paying my student bills. Why did you get into wireless? Like, why did you start? Was there something a particular about the industry that attracted you? When I first uh, got out of school, I started selling computers. And mm. this was kind of back in the day. I need to just kind of uh, level set a yeah, little yeah. bit. I may be kind of revealing a little bit about my age. But um, it was computers, hardware, and then we were selling the managed services. So it was all about the services and the warranty. And I started really liking the new technology as it was coming. And at that time, cell phones were just coming of age. So I went and applied at Bell Atlantic Mobile Systems uh, as a customer service representative, uh, 800 number, and started answering the calls. And I loved being able to talk to customers try to figure out the technology of what was going on with the customer and then figure out who in the company I could go to to try to help them solve their problem. Um, And that kind of theme has continued throughout my career. I would say so. I I did not know that that you started at Bell Atlantic, and I did not know that you sold hardware previously. So uh, that's interesting because... You know, as we look at one of the products and services that you and I work on, P180, a large part of what we do is trying to solve for customers' problems in wireless and access, right? So, I mean, that leads me to my next question. Um, What, and we talk about pain points when we start talking about marketing and selling solutions here, what about the pain points you're seeing with our customers? I know the first one that I see from a product perspective is managing data allocation across multiple users. And I know we're kind of going in deep, kind of detailed a little bit. Is that what you're seeing? You know, um, Barry, our customers, when you think about it, let's um, talk a little bit about maybe a manufacturer, right? In manufacturing, a lot of times we are seeing uh, the line, the equipment that they're using may be outdated, or it may have a struggle with Wi-Fi. Sometimes the signal will get through and sometimes it, it won't. Or there might be a real big expense to upgrading their software to you know a CE type of uh, scenario. So what we're seeing is, is when we can solve some of those challenges our customers have, P180 is, is in a unique spot for us because we're really able to provide not only hardware, we can provide software with some of the new software solutions that we're coming out with and wireless. What I am seeing with customers as I'm talking to them on a daily basis is customers like the fact that we can customize it for their unique need. Um, and let me just kind of dive a little yeah. deeper on that. And I think that's where you you were thinking as well is 
you know, our customers are really trying to create new revenue models for themselves and achieve different results. Um, sometimes they can't really get that type of white glove treatment from our, our, our local carriers. And so they're looking at Panasonic as that trusted advisor to be able to help them solve some of those. So we are able to, to be very creative um, and work with the customer to try to create pricing plans and wireless service that works for them, whether they're in the U.S. or in one of the 180 countries that, that we serve uh, with as far as P180 and goes. And so it is that white glove approach, right, and being that one point of contact for not just wireless access, but also hardware as well. That's it. You know, that is the, the golden... Uh, um. That makes sense. It makes sense because, you know, given our history where it's usually mm. just you're trying to market and sell either just the network or the hardware, and so having that one conduit. So that leads me to my next question. Um, and I bring this up only because in many cases that was how I made my bonus, unused data, mm. breakage. And when we start talking about P180, you know, to me, to have the ability to quickly administer, you know, blocks of data across a subset of users, I mean, how important is that to you? So uh, the value in that is for our customers, right? So I think customers like the ability that they pay what th they use. Uh, that's a different real, a model than what we've seen so far in wireless. It's really buy a bucket of data, whether you use it or not, you're going to be paying for it. And we're kind of flipping the model and saying, you're only going to need to pay, Mr. Customer, for what you use. Um, and that is something that we're monitoring on a monthly basis, making sure that we look at the different users uh, within that customer segments uh, so that we can help guide them in the right direction and create the right pricing structure for them. Um, we're also set up to help them. Uh, sometimes customers, quite frankly, don't know if it's going to work mm. for them. So we will make sure we'll do an assessment. We have our technical field engineers that can help them look at the scenario that they're looking at, balance the, the goals that they have on the business side, and we'll create a custom solution for them. I, 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 what I'm beginning to, to like a lot is the fact that we're approaching it with P180. And I know I'm shilling a little bit for our own product, but it's more of this consultative role, right? Mm -hmm. We're not just in there for the selling of the data or the hardware. And I appreciate that having come from an IT background where I know it, it's this all-encompassing platform. And so I think that's great. And so that, that kind of leads me to my, I guess, next question topic. It's the hidden fees that we mm -hmm. normally see. And, you know, to me, having worked international mm -hmm. and, you know, priced out roaming mm -hmm. between, I know you're, you're, you're giving me the eye roll, it, that can be quite expensive for you know any type of customer, either 50 employees or a thousand. Like, like how do we address that? I mean, how do you look at that when you talk about international roaming fees? I mean, that can be sizable. Absolutely, I I think all. Of, I mean, I have three kids at home, and so I've seen those uh, unusual rates, um, especially no. when it comes to international travel. And I think for an organization, when they can manage the budget. Uh, with an exact number for wireless, that really helps. Um, you know, our platform is really customized for our customers, and so those roaming fees are non-existent. Uh, we take care of that for the customers. So, so they never see it. They never see a roaming fee, and that really helps them 
um, use the that budget that they may have had for wireless in another capacity. And so that's sizable. Like we're talking about 180 networks, you know, twice as many. That is it is a big chunk of money yeah. and uh, a, a very hard to quantify for our customers. Um, the value of that. And and many of the customers have said to us, you've simplified mm. it and you've customized it for me. This is fantastic. That's great. That's great. So you're really solving a, a problem, uh, you know, a pricing expense problem for a customer base. So I, I know one of your other jobs that you have here is not just P180. <laughs> it's managing all of our wireless relationships with mm-hmm. the other carriers. And, you know, one of the big hot topics it's no longer, you know, LTE, 4G, but 5G. And mm-hmm. I know you spend a lot of your time on that. So you know, what are the trends that you're seeing there? What are the conversations that mm-hmm. you're having with our customers and our carriers? Yeah, um, I do. I get, I'm get. Yeah. i very lucky that I get to manage uh, the relationships and the, the business development uh, with some of our tier one carriers. Uh, and 5G is absolutely uh, one of the next, um, next new technologies. Um, I think what we can do is we can relate it to what we have as far as P180 because it really goes back to a data-driven model Mm. um, that we're like big data analytics and being able to provide uh, data where I can make a real-time business decision. So let's go back to that manufacturing uh, uh, plant on the line. They're connected wirelessly, whether it's through our platform or through one of the tier one carriers. They now get a signal that says one of the the machines are down. They need to replace mm. it. They can do that seamlessly without missing a beat because that's very costly for our manufacturers to miss any time or have any machines out. And so you're seeing what you're seeing is real time information based on network usage by customer by user. Is that is that accurate? Am I repeating that back correctly? You are. Okay. You are now today. They can do that with 4G LTE. Um, 5G is just around the corner. It is being developed. Um, all the tier one carriers have plans to continue to grow that market. Uh, we'll see something called 5G NR, new radio technology. Um, that'll be something that we, we all see. Some of the carriers have uh, mid-band spectrum. Some of them have wide-band spectrum. Um, but what will help our customers is being able to get data when they need data and make mm. it actionable. That's where the magic happens when it comes to 5G and wireless and our customers. Um, our customers are sometimes that blue collar worker that works in manufacturing. He works in retail, mm. he's on a forklift, he's in the front of the store or the back of the store, or he's in, let's say, transportation and logistics uh, field services. Um, I don't know if you've ever sat at home and uh, waited for the appliance man or gal to come, and it was 12 to 5, and you're waiting there at home. All the time. Yeah. All the time. So So imagine the cost savings at a a field service. So idle employees, it sounds like, is a big, big cost driver. And and that makes a lot of sense. I mean, so what I keep hearing is, look, you're going to look at, from a P180 perspective, customer usage. It's not going to be selling and marketing just off-the-shelf bundles. Right. And that's, you know, to me, in our background, that's kind of refreshing. I, I, I do think that there's maybe, and maybe you can help me with this, there's going to be a complication when we get to 5G. And I know I, I, 
I, I, I put uh, an article on your desk because I thought it was timely, mm-hmm. and I'm not going to name the, the carrier reference, but it seems like to me whenever there's an introduction of new wireless technology, there's a scramble for exactly how to monetize it, how to get the biggest ROI. Mm-hmm. And it just seems like the price plans I saw were confusing. There was a bolt-on to LTE for this 5G module, right? And so they're mixing the cost of networks. And then they're parsing out the use case between DVD quality and high-D quality. Is that confusing to your customer base? Yeah, I, I, um, I think what the, the carrier is trying to do is provide what we're already providing today with mm. the customization and saying, okay, you can um, use your data to play, you can use your data for productivity, um, but either way, you're going to pay maybe a, a nominal fee or a, a, maybe a little bit bigger fee uh, right. to be able to do that. Um, and where's the value? I think... You know, one of the things that attracted me to Panasonic was we are listening to the customer every single day. We do a lot of customer insight uh, meetings. We have our engineers not only locally in the States, but in Japan come over and talk to our customers. Um, You did a focus group and really started to talk to our customers about what's important to them. And for us, our most important and the biggest value we can provide our customers is when we partner with them to solve their biggest challenge and really help them achieve their goals. And that's not only hardware. Um, We do customize hardware for our customers. It's the software and it's the wireless. Um, And I think that ability to provide that total solution and the ecosystem and the partners that we have to be able to provide that to our customers really is a game changer for us and sets us apart. And not just focusing on one particular component like hardware. I, I think that that says a lot. And uh, you know, to me, it, it kind of goes back to what we're seeing now in terms of how carriers are marketing this new service. And, and the last thing I'll say it, about this particular article, I thought you did a nice job bringing it back, was when you start talking about unlimited yeah. and you start talking about you know, hidden fees and what I guess certain carriers would do, there really is, is there such a thing, I guess is what I'm trying to ask, as unlimited? Knowing that maybe a carrier could throttle throughput, right, based on usage. It, that, that seems to me like another concern. Yeah, I, I think um, we're all getting used to that data is king, not only from analytics, <laughs> but data is king from monetization when it comes to wireless carriers being relevant. Um, the throttling keeps our customers up at night. Mm. Um, some of the manufacturing plant, retail plants, they're on Wi-Fi today, and maybe they need to move to wireless because of other reasons, um, whether it's connectivity or um ability to get on the Wi-Fi network. Sometimes that's a challenge for large manufacturing plants. Um, what I see happening with the throttle is it, you know, throttling of right. that data, um, I get it. It's, there's a lot of congestion on the network, which, which 5G will help. Um, I think we need to keep looking at it, and we're really trying to be the value add, and we're not going to do that for our customers. Um, we, we see that as, as something that's a big challenge for them, and so we want to make sure that we're, we're different. Right, right, right. So let me, let me just round out the conversation by asking you, look, if I was new to P180 and new to Panasonic and I had an existing relationship with another carrier, like what would you help me with as a problem 
you know, it could be anything, but I'm coming to you and saying, hey, Mary Beth, you know, I've had an existing relationship with another carrier for the last 15 years. You know, what would be the first thing you'd tell me to do? Would it be looking at my my bill face? Would it be like checking my device? You know, I just don't know. Like, what would be the, yeah. do, do you mind me asking, like, what's the starting conversation? Yeah. What What are the first couple of asks? First, I'd ask you what your goals are. Right. What are, what's your business objectives? What's keeping you up at night? Uh, you know, and then you'd right. probably say something like, you know, I'm really tired of the overages um, or the unused data on my employees, or um, maybe it's uh, coverage. Uh, it, it runs the gamut, right? Customers coverage have, is big. Coverage have yeah. Uh, you know, if you can't get a signal, of course that's, that's <laughs> kind of the basics. It's a big problem. Um, but but I think it's working together with you to understand what's going on in your business because I want to know you. Um, you probably you may be a new or an existing customer um, of some of the Panasonic products. And this will be another opportunity for us to get to know each other and look at your business in a different way. Um, I've had other customers wanting to do new lines of business, mm. and they're looking at us to be able to bundle everything together, um, and P180 is a part of that solution. So that's a really good point, though, and, and, and I'll end, I guess, the discussion with, it doesn't have to be an existing customer with hardware. It could be Brand new customer to Panasonic, brand new to wireless. Is that correct? Absolutely. Okay. Look, Mary Beth, I, I appreciate your time. You're always welcome in my studio, as you know. And I, I think I think I can go on record and say I'm probably your favorite moderator at this point. And, and so just to recap, make sure I understand, I think we what we discussed was for P180, device management should be quick and easy, especially allocating data to div, uh, individual users. Uh, you know, wireless pricing should be upfront, no hidden fees, and it should be based on usage. And if you can avoid roaming fees, you should do it, which we can help you with. And, and, and lastly, having the ability to have one provider for both hardware and network access is key. Did, did I get all the, the talking points? You absolutely did. That simplification and customization for our customers are, are two keys that we will continue to provide to our customers. I think I may have saved my job. So thank you, Mary Beth, as usual. It's great to have you. Uh, that's it from us today. I'm Barry Ross, and that was another episode of Rugged Rants. Tune in to new episodes and hear from my fellow co-hosts, Susan Campbell and Craig Joukowsky, on a whole range of topics, each a tough and bold conversation on the future of innovation and what we can expect as work changes. <laughs> <laughs>